Hello everyone, welcome to He's the Keeper. I'm your host, Hector the Deep. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Forsaken. Wait, no, that was last week. Haha. <laughs> Got him. This week, for real though, we're watching, uh, we watched the Bayboy. Um, talking about Bayboy, that is B-A-Y space B-O-Y. Uh, or as they say in the film, the bad boy. Yeah, it's more like bye for the boy, uh, the Beyblade. But uh, the Beyblade. Beyblade beat the cowboy Bayboy. Beeboo <laughs> um, bebop. Yeah. La beeble. Beeboo beeboo We pa 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 da pa pa pa. He's, I'm the Bay Boy. <laughs> okay. It's gonna uh, be a good episode, folks. Yeah, it's gonna be an episode. Yep. This is this movie is from 1984, I think. Yes, 1984. Yeah. Um, and it is the first movie that Kiefer Sutherland has a starring role in. Indeed. Um, the only other movie it appeared in was the Max Dugan one this point but uh so i i had to double check that because at the start of the movie it pulls the good old introducing Kiefer sutherland i was like are you really introducing him to me but yeah well to be fair that term actually means nothing and it's just like a it's like a, oh we'll give you an introducing so this movie um i'd like to tell you what happens in it but there's so much and it's so disconnected like i was reading the wikipedia page about it beforehand and me too. Even the Wikipedia page doesn't really say a lot of the what happens. Well, the the Wikipedia page, the first paragraph of it makes it sound like, oh, that's gonna be the first thirty minutes of the film. Yeah. But it's it's the whole movie. Yeah. Or at least it's, it's two parts of the whole movie. So it starts out with Kiefer Sutherland. He's there. Uh, he's a priesty boy. I don't know. He's hanging out. He likes girls because he's sixteen. Girls like him. Um, because he's hanging Kiefer out Sutherland. with his idiot friends who are obviously not as attractive as him. Uh, there's one part when his one friend starts talking about how he, he oh, he drank two quarts of a Molson ale and then. <laughs> had sex with this girl and then he after he orgasmed he just threw up yeah just in case i forget this is gonna be definitely an explicit episode yeah um there's so keeper sutherland it's trying to be kind of a a year in the life of the bay boy film but i just Anyway, let's try and let's list some more things that happen in this movie. He takes okay. care of his older brother Joe, yeah, who has a disability. Yeah, um, according to the Wikipedia page, it was like he was in an accident when he was a kid. Mm, okay, that I would... think they mentioned yeah. that, but it's yeah, it's well, kind of all over the place. Well, no, Kiefer said that he got sick. Yeah, um, and then in the movie, anyway, he uh, his dad used to own a soda a soda factory. So then he, uh, but you know, it's the great depression cause the year's 1937. So Kiefer just helps his dad in the house a bit. 
and his mom asked to get angry at him for not being as you know valuable as he should be um and then he's into girls <laughs> i don't know if i mentioned that <laughs> Oh, but he wants to be a Catholic priest, though, so... Well, he doesn't want to be a Catholic priest. His mom well, wants him to. He's, kind, like, kind of... He's going along with it. He doesn't... He, he. I don't think he has much to say one way or another yeah. at, the, at the start of this film. He's just taking what's handed to him. Um, Although she, she is also, like, being like, oh, are you dating anyone? It's like, well, <laughs> I mean, you, you want him to be a priest. Yeah. So, I don't... Are you, I don't know why you also want him to be dating. That's kind of... Don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very Catholic movie. Well, it's... Yeah, it's set in. Yeah. It's set Canadian, in, in case we didn't mention it. It takes mm-hmm. place in the Maritimes. In Nova Scotia on... Yeah, Nova Scotia. Cape, Cape Bre- Breton. Cape Breton Island. Ha-ha. Classic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, then, the I feel like the, the strongest narrative piece of this movie, or at least... The one that, that takes the most time is uh, he see Kiefer sees a police officer murder the Jewish couple uh, across the way. Yeah. And Kiefer Sutherland reports the crime, but he doesn't uh, report the officer for doing it. And that's and he's also in, in love with the, the officer's daughters. Yeah. And, so then that's a whole thing, but then it's okay eventually because the, the chief, the sergeant tries to kill him. And yeah. Then there's yeah. also the whole, the whole bit with, uh, with Mary. Yeah. Well, there's like, so, I mean, the whole thing is coming of age story, but like there's specifically near the end, it kind of focused more on like sexuality kind of thing, aspect of it. Yeah. So, there's um there's the so he almost gets molested by a priest mm-hmm. um i forgot like, about that or at least i forgot to mention that yeah yeah so like that's and then um like after he kind of at, at this point he's like kind of not i i think that's when he's like basically decided he's not gonna become a priest and then after that he uh, ends up having sex with a woman and yeah with the girl they were both underage that's yeah you can <laughs> um yeah and then uh then he tells his mom his mom's like well because the, the the sergeant's daughters are moving away they're moving to halifax and so then him and his mom are outside and she's like oh well, you know, keep in mind, buddy, you're going to be a priest one day. And he's like, no, no, I ain't doing it, mom. And she's like, okay, I guess. You can't get that scholarship that we were kind of relying on for to pay for college. But, uh, okay, buddy. Yeah. So that's basically what happened in the movie. What do you think of this movie? Uh, it was good. Yeah. There were good parts of it, I think. There are parts that are, are good. Kiefer's really good in it, but I would mm-hmm. say it's too scattered and has uh, the pacing, I think, is, is my biggest issue with this movie. Yes. Um, it just, for me, it felt really slow in it, but not slow in the, oh, this is, this is building up to something. It was slow in a way that just felt 
meandering Mm -hmm. um and that's okay in some movies but here it just didn't really work for me a lot of the time yeah i i thought it was i i thought it was good i definitely agree the pacing is it's bit like it's really rough there's just so many parts where something is happening and then it just immediately cut like for example so when uh Kiefer, Kiefer's character's brother uh dies what happens is he's like he had left the house he was out in the cold they find him and Kiefer's like comforting him and then immediately cuts to the funeral like just yeah. a hard cut and yeah. that kind of thing happens a lot in, in the movie and it's I, I, it's, I think it's just something of the type. Cause this was sort of a made-for-TV film, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's just kind of a feature of the 80s TV film. But, yeah, it definitely, it's not, it hasn't aged well. Yeah. Sense. So there's, a, there's another one of those. I think it was during the murder where, yeah, there's these abrupt cuts that really threw me off. But, but. You know, Kiefer's. I think, for the most part, the acting is pretty good. Yeah, um, I was surprised by that. Yeah, like the especially the core family, like between Kiefer's mom and his dad, mm-hmm. uh, his, you know, in the movie they, they all do a good job. Um, yeah, especially since apparently a lot of the like the extras and like minor characters were p- played by just people who just mm. lived in Cape Breton. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's also semi 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 autobiographical. That's the word <laughs> for the director, who also yeah. Anyway, which was kind of interesting. I'm wondering what parts are the semi and what parts are the, you know, autobiographical <laughs> parts. But are the, what parts are the semi? What parts are the automatic? Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of the, the, you know, a couple things that don't really go anywhere. Like I don't see why they had to build up the molesting scene for so long, like mm-hmm. as in having him drive out to, to like the priest's special cottage to have it happen. That just, it just took a long time Yeah, for something that is is dropped relatively quickly and never comes up again um yeah we never see any of the the characters that we're introduced to at the priest's house ever again yeah it's it kind of like we've talked about this with other movies before but it kind of like fits into that mold of like those films where like there's no one like main through line Mm -hmm. for the story it's just kind of like a bunch of different events around the same time culminating in like the like the main conflict that is paid off in the final act like begins in like that through like this a good part of the way through the second act yeah so it's a lot of the things just kind of feel like why why is there why is it mm-hmm. why, why why include it but Looking at it, I guess, from, like, the point of view of the semi-autobiographical thing, like, I think that that might be kind of what I think it what explains it a bit. Is. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Uh, another really strong aspect of this movie, in my opinion, I like the I like the score. I like this. Maybe it's just because I'm nostalgic for this kind of film score. Um, it's just I, I can't really explain it, but I just miss movie soundtracks from this time that aren't. Um, I feel like everybody. I don't. Know. I don't know what I'm saying. It, it's it's <laughs> but, like a. I, I give you. Mean. It's like um. You know. It's it, it it's original score, but it isn't like some over the top like. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, and it. Uh, God, what was I gonna say? Like, there's parts, you know, where it feels like it's. Um, they're using it as a oh feel this now, and it feels like it's overreaching a bit, but I kind of like it in those spots because it it works as just yeah. it was a simpler time so we're gonna give you a simpler score <laughs> yeah huh. yeah it's uh Kiefer's definitely worth checking out he's he does a real good job uh, you know between the bit when he fights with uh with the sergeant with sergeant tom and yeah. uh yeah just looking just showing emotions of his his teen boyness he was like 18 i guess he would have been closer to 16 when this movie was filmed but Mm -hmm. uh yeah one thing i also gotta mention i love the part when tom is when the sergeant is chasing Kiefer, when they're just running by all those piles of lobster traps there's just so many lobster traps it's so good i mean you know it's it's set i mean it makes sense but i just there were so many of them (sighs) and like knowing that it was filmed on location it's like there's no way they could have like there's no way they set up that that just must be how it is there yeah just had to deal with all those lobster traps I was definitely waiting for him to just, like, pull one down and just, like, bury the guy in them. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, Oh. That would have been rad. It, yeah, I I think this movie, I... It's definitely gives you a similar experience to, uh, like, Crazy Moon. mm Mm-hmm. But I'd say it's better because there's less parts in it that I... Because Crazy yeah. Moon has some parts that I really liked. Yeah. But Crazy Moon also has a lot of parts that I really did not like. This yeah. this has a lot less of those. Um, I mean, I'm still not sure how I feel about them including the whole attempted molesting I mean, scene. Like, it's fun. It like, it's interesting to, to to look at it now in like the post kind of like you know the spotlight report and all that kind of stuff where like yeah. that kind of stuff is widely known but like mm-hmm. back when this movie was made in 1984 you know it is mm. pretty yeah. scandalous i mean it i guess is... you know it's still scandalous but like you know like the idea like yeah it's happening whoa whoa hold on there but like the just the fact that it's just kind of like a, I, I, I feel like it, in the context of it being like this kind of like jumble, kind of like just 
period of time of like mm-hmm. kind of telling of like oh this is what happened when i was 16 i think it i think it works but i don't know yeah yeah like it's it works it just has enough that it becomes just a bit of a slog to watch mm-hmm. um but it it clearly has a lot of love for the story that it's telling and for the place that it's set that's again yeah. one of the the best aspects is having it you know filmed there with the ocean right there with these little little shack houses yeah on the having on the all cliffs. the locals yeah having the yeah it, it is definitely there, there are definitely most of you would be like oh and that's one of the locals because they talk completely differently than yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll be like talking in like it's like almost like slight accent and then mm-hmm. someone will just be like full on just like what yeah i thought it was kind of funny at the start of the movie when they had people saying like the word like oh me boy but like when they obviously didn't have the accent to carry it so it's just like you're yeah. hearing people say me it's like mm, i don't I don't know about that one. It's <laughs> so like if we if we just started, suddenly started saying that, you know? Maybe yeah. Like, nah, that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Well, this movie won a Gemini Award yep. for the the best Canadian film, the best uh, screenplay, and best supporting actor, art art direction, costumes, and sound. You know? I mean, I I can see that. I don't know a lot of <laughs> movies that were out that year. But, uh, I mean, apparently, apparently it made a hundred and sixty-two thousand uh, dollars at the box office. Yeah, which for a Canadian film, uh huh, good on them. Yeah, wow. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy, it was a, it was a really, it was a nice little, you know, coming of age story. The, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was like, it was a Canadian film for sure, but like it yeah. also wasn't like annoyingly a canadian film yeah that makes sense that makes sense like yeah i would definitely if you're if you if you're interested in canadian film or if you just want to like you know if you just want to see a cool period piece i would definitely say this is a good one to check out i would call it a kefir i would call it a kefir too yeah although i do want to point out one more thing Uh the adr in this movie oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) oh man they'll be like way off in the background and he'll, it'll just be it'll be like as clear as, as my voice coming through just like oh and yeah we were going to this place mm. yeah um i like him hang, i like the parts of him hanging out with the priest that was pretty funny when the priest is like ah you freaking idiots just get out of my freaking get out of my church you don't even know latin get out of here get out of here the that thing that he was doing with the mirror under the the, the chins yeah i have no idea what that is is that a thing Me either i like i mean it must be must maybe it was the thing in the 30s but wild why old also the line that his mother says about pur- about having the dream about the sister in purgatory was <laughs> buck wild yeah Oh, the the part at the end, like the sex scene, was just so weird. And I get it; they were kids, yeah. but it just didn't really 
I don't know. <laughs> I I think they kind of worked though. It worked. Like, by it was the just kind of like showing like like them just being kids figuring it out. <laughs> but yeah. If anything, I th- think this movie is a great lesson. Great, um, you know, great, great. great. It 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 shows why uh, proper sex ed is important. That's true. Yeah. Really, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what I live I don't for. Know what I mean by that? Come on, shout yeah. it out, rock. Uh, we want to move on to trivia. Yeah. There's not much for trivia, as you can imagine. Um. um basically, things that we it, already said. Bobby. Uh, except for one. So, like we said, so this is first leading role for Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was filmed entirely on location on Cape Breton Island, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was the this is the first of two movies featuring Kiefer Sutherland and Peter Spence. The mm. second movie being Crazy Moon. That's it. That's trivia. Wow. And there ain't that much in the way of reviews either. Yeah, I figured this is this is a this is a deep cut. This is a classic. But that's a Canadian um... film for you, baby. It's Canadian film for you. No, ooh, no. There's, there's a few. Oh, there's, there's nine reviews on IMDb. We might have to dip in. Okay, I'll, I'll go to IMDb because. Yeah, I'll link that. Because there's the two on, on Amazon, but they're. Uh, I don't really want to make fun of them, you know. Yeah, they're just like. <laughs> they're just nice you know. reviews. I related to this movie because uh, I grew up in this place. Yeah. It's great. Okay, I'm going to look at A Very Grim Tale. Do it. A Very Grim Tale. Spoilers. I saw this movie back when I felt that I should watch a movie all the way through, no matter how horrible it made me feel. And even so, I couldn't watch the whole thing. This is serious art, which I can't stand. Very educational, which I also can't stand. It's, It's not and very important which i also dot 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 <laughs> i wonder how many well-made movies involve both female nudity and pedophilia what does that mean, <laughs> does that mean? <laughs> i don't know this is a growing up story involving sexual abuse by a priest long before the truth was generally known and pining after a girl who turns out to be more than willing Okay, not exactly a narrative review so far, right? Well, this is much the way the movie itself runs. It is rather like the unbearable lightness of being. Kiefer Sutherland always had greatness in him. It is a pity that between this movie and 24, he played grimy killers. Anyway, if you want two hours, or whatever, of fun, don't watch this. If you prefer a long stretch of very real psychological torment, and there are many who do, or there would be no Cannes Film Festival. (laughs) That will still have you thinking 20 years later and still waiting to exhale. This is one way to go. What? (laughs) Like, I, I... Listen, I don't. I'm, I don't know what they're trying to say, though. Did they like it? Like, did they think well, I don't think they they watched it. All yeah, the way. that's fair. But also, like, how would they have gone if they they said they didn't watch it all the way? But like, they they mentioned like stuff that happened at the very end of the movie. That's true. Maybe they like watch it in pieces, is what they mean. Um, I, I listen. I 
I am I am I am one I have in the past, even on this very show, said that I'm not one for high art films. But like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't that. This is just Canadian films. Yeah, this is fine. It's I guess like it I don't know. It deals with heavy topics at times, but like I mean It doesn't make it high the, art, you know. Also the uh, the the weird the thing about the twenty four, it's like okay. <laughs> If you think this is bad, but then you, you watch 24. Yeah, that... Ooh. Wow, that that movie. That show. That show. That show, you know? That show. That... It's got some stuff in it. It's got... It's got... Got a few things. Yep. Well... Uh... Yeah, a lot of these aren't funny. <laughs> I think that, yeah, that was about it. Um, hey, guess what? Hey, what? There's no news. Dang. We finally spent, like, a decent amount of time talking about a movie, and all the other segments run short. <laughs> um. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if I just went back? And, what if? And I just read, um, no. No, none of these. I thought, what if I went back and I... Oh. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to read this one. A okay. truly great film, but only once seen on Showtime. This <laughs> film is superb in every way. Story, writing, direction, casting, everything. But, alas, it was seen but once. One time only on Showtime. And then disappeared forever from the TV scene. Something about its Canadian genesis, some say. But if there ever was a movie that would be a real blockbuster, The Bay Boy is that film. Incredibly, I happened to see the film and it's one and only showing on cable television back in 1984 or 85. Now it is only available on VHS, but I wait and hope that it will surface again on DVD. I repeat, this movie is a really great film four stars or better listen it's it's not because it it is because it's, it's canadian genesis but it's just because nobody cares about canadian film there's no market yeah dang shame shame uh, so okay so in lieu of news i'm gonna say um if you wanna if you want an interesting uh, well research deep dive into why Quibi is stupid, and I know you all do. Um, the YouTube channel Some More News did a really good one, although they kind of disc key for Sutherland in it, so maybe don't watch it. They're like, uh, you know, a, a remake of The Fugitive with Kiefer Sutherland? What, what, what high school students are getting excited for that? You high know, school students that listen to this podcast are. I guess. I mean, I'm just excited for Kiefer. Yeah. I think it's because he ha- because Jack Bauer has put it... Ooh, sorry, I was just on YouTube, and I s- there's a new trailer for uh, Tenet. <laughs> That's just yeah, like... In, in, in Fortnite? Wait, in... <laughs> yeah, they, they did the Fortnite thing. <laughs> they did it again? No. How Nolan intended it. Welcome to the future of cinema, Jaden. No! <laughs> Theaters are dead. Okay, okay. Fortnite well, is how we watch movies now, folks. Uh, 
Anyway, I think it's because Kiefer Sutherland has this attachment to, uh, like, badass machismo. Yeah. Which, like, is fair because there are a lot of jackasses who like that just because it's... And take it seriously. Like, I think if you say the word badass and mm-hmm. and you're saying it not to refer to somebody else saying it but you're just you're just saying it to refer to anything i i don't i'm sorry <laughs> no it's fair. a it's a dumb word and it's maybe it's just because i grew up in the 2010s you know because my my adolescence was in the 2010s so like this oh, dude, this is badass. Oh, this is badass. Yo, dude. Oh, what do you? What he kills that guy? It's tiresome, is what it I is. I want to have a good ass. I don't want to have a bad ass. <laughs> it's true. Oh, well, I want some hot ass. Oh, Great joke. Good joke. Yeah, but it. uh I, I I can see why they would would uh, diss people because people who think it's going to be really good for any reason other than well see there's a difference between um, thinking it's good because Kiefer's going to be in it just because mm-hmm. you want Kiefer like thinking yeah. that Kiefer's going to be good in it or thinking that it's going to be good you know yeah I mean as we have learned <laughs> in our however many episodes we've done so far Kiefer Sutherland being good in something does not make it a good movie. Yeah. Or TV. <laughs> or anything. Apparently it might be coming out in June, though. Apparently. Yeah. Might be in June. I just, yeah. <sighs> uh, just give us something. Give us, a, give us a teaser for a teaser, you know? Yeah. Stop. Um, so, for next week, mm-hmm. two choices. Okay. Cowboy Up or Stand By Me. Stand by me. Stand by me. <laughs> I love how, like, we're really just picking movies. That... <laughs> I mean, <sighs> the first time I did that, you, you picked Monsters vs. Aliens, so it is a gamble for me. It's true. It's also because Monsters vs. Aliens isn't that bad of a movie. <laughs> I'd much rather watch it than a lot of movies we've seen on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what other movies you might want to watch? Hi, this is a segue to self-promotion. Oh, um, yeah. So, as I've mentioned before, I'm a film student. I'm technically graduated now. But our uh, our year-end screening, which was supposed to be in April, has been pushed to a virtual screening because of, obviously, everything. So, um, on May 29th, that is the Friday after this episode comes out, at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Alberta time, Mountain Standard Time, uh, you can go to... SaitFilmFest.com. That's S-A-I-T FilmFest.com uh, to watch the projects that me and my classmates worked on. Um, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. Come watch our movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. So. Yeah. Anything you want to promote, Jaden? Uh, I want to promote um peace and love to all. That's what. Hell yes. Yeah. And also, I want to promote uh, Mass Effect 3. It's a good video game. I haven't completed it, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Go play Mass Effect 3, folks, and then watch Stand By Me, and then come to the Sate Film Fest online. Yeah. In that order. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And you can only play Mass Effect 3 on the Wii U because I cursed you. Haha, <laughs> you've been cursed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you to Kaya for our podcast art. You can check out links to her work in the description. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme mm-hmm. music, Sax Rock and Roll. Links to him in the description. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter uh, at HKPod. Uh, follow us on Instagram at HKPodcast. It's popping off over there all the time. Um, give us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Anchor. All that jazz. And And all that jazz. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Uh, I've been your host, Sakulati. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's He's a Keeper. the Snyder Cut, Jade. But the Snyder Cut, Zach, it's coming up. It's coming <laughs> up. You just like roboted out, so I think Zach Snyder just killed you. <laughs>